Shalom Aleichem. Today we like to speak about a very interesting topic, that is the topic of the machlokot in halacha and the differences between Sephardim and Ashkenazim, which are many, and we need to understand how did they come about, how did they develop. So let's start from the very basic. First, all Am Israel was in Eretz Israel before the Galut, after the Galut they went to different places. Eventually, with all the Galuyot, they ended up in two main places, in Spain and in Europe. Those that went to Europe were eventually the majority of Klal Israel, about 90% of Klal Israel went to Europe, larger majority of Klal Israel, and a small portion went to Spain and Middle Eastern countries. Then, after the Spain acquisition and they uh, were expelled, they went mostly to uh, Middle Eastern countries. Then, at that time, there were giants of Torah in different places, ended up to be also in Tzefat, in Eretz Israel. But one of the figures that developed the Halacha as we have it today was the Shulchan Aruch of Yosef Karo. He built it up from the Rishonim that also brought out the Gemara to Halacha, and he explained in the introduction to the Bet Yosef, why and how did he actually write this essay. So, he wrote in the introduction that although we have the Tur, but Lemaise, in the end of the day, we need Halacha on every topic, Halacha Lemaise, in a clear way that one can just open and learn. The Tur is more learning, although it's 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 brought things la halacha, but it still has over there different opinions. The Bet Yosef starts by saying that really he wanted to write his sefer about the Rambam, not about uh, the Tur, not on the Tur, but rather on the Rambam. Why? He explains the following. Rambam was more famous. Rambam was one of the main Rishonim that wrote halacha lemaseh. So why didn't he write his essay, the Bet Yosef, on the Rambam, but rather on the Tur? He writes, The Rambam only brings down his opinion. That's all. It's always his opinion, with some very uh, few exceptions. But normally he writes the Rambam, his opinion. Halacha is a straight shooter. That's it. Not like the Tur that wrote different opinions. If the Bet Yosef would write his Sefer on the Rambam, he would need to add to that all the other opinions, because Bet Yosef is a collection of opinions. He wrote all the Sefarim that he found that's relevant to the Halachot. And therefore, in order to do a shorter way, since the Tur already wrote many opinions, so therefore that would make the Bet Yosef work shorter, not as much as he would have to write if he would write on the Rambam that only wrote one opinion, his own opinion. Over here the Tur collected various opinions already, so Bet Yosef would have an easier time writing less opinions. Still, he wrote on the Tur and he explains that whatever he wrote over here, he elaborated on in order to see if that's la'alacha or, or, or not. Also, what's the source? would write, says the Bet Yosef, if what the two writes 
is sourced from the Mishnah, the Brayta, Tosefta, is it from the Bavli, is it from the Yerushalmi, and so on and so forth. Is it accepted opinion? Maybe there's those that argue, whether it is in the Gemara arguments, or in the Rishonim, and so on and so forth. And sometimes the tool would have words that are difficult to understand, so those difficulties would be elaborated, and the Bet Yosef would uh, include that in his work. Finally, he writes that really it's very hard to come to conclusion what the halacha say, what should one do, what should one follow through so many various opinions in the Rishonim. And therefore he writes over here that he concluded that he's just going to follow three main Rishonim. First, he thought, he explains over here, that we should maybe go through all the Rishonim and try to derive from that. But, he said, If we're going to try to maneuver between the Rishonim, trying to see which one fits better the Gemarot, what's the question in each one, then it's endless. The Rishonim are endless of questions on the Gemara difficulties and answers and pilpulim and so on and so forth. So therefore, how could we that come in later generation go and try to work around those Rishonim that are that were that knew all that we might ever come to know? So therefore, he says, "I came to." A final conclusion that the way to do it is liot shlosham since there's three main poskim in the in the rishonim. Asher bet Yisrael nishan leim boratem alohem aharif harambam veharosh. Those are the three. Amarti libish makom sheshnayim em maskimim. If two of them would agree to one psak, even though the third one would argue, I would follow two over three because achrei rabim laatot veimlo. With an exception that if I see that all the Rishonim argue on their opinion, okay, so then all the Rishonim would have the right of way. Also, he explains over here that whenever we have already a minhag to do it in a certain way, let's say there's a minhag to do, to restrict something, and those Rishonim permit it, and I would say that it's permitted, still one should follow his minhag. Even though I would decide differently than the minhag, than the custom in a certain place, don't follow what I say, says the Yosef, you should follow the custom of the place. This is the words of Rav Yosef Karo in the introduction, in the Akdama to the Bet Yosef on the tour. But we have over here the Rema that wrote the same essay, more or less, as the Bet Yosef on the same time that the Bet Yosef was writing. And the Bet Yosef was Zochemin Hashemaim, he merited to write his Sefer, Shulchan Aruch, before the Rema had the chance. And this is a big scoot that they give him uh, from, from heaven, from the Shamaim, to be Zocheh, to that his Sefer would be the one that Klal Israel would follow for generations afterwards. 
the Rama, saw that, and he decided, you know what, all the work that I did is not in vain, because there's many things that the Bet Yosef says that are in, the Rama was from Ashkenaz countries, and he wrote the Ashkenaz customs, the Minahagim, he says that our Minahagim are differently, I'm going to put on the Shulchan Aruch my understanding of what the Minahag is, what the Alcha is, and whenever I need to argue, I will argue, and that's the way we have today, the Shulchan Aruch, the text of the Shulchan Aruch, that in the bold letters is the Shulchan Aruch, and then the smaller letters are the Rama, either arguing on the Shulchan Aruch, adding some things that the Shulchan Aruch didn't say, or saying what his, what their minag in their places are. But then he says over here, one thing that one needs to uh, understand, in, and that is, he says that the Shulchan Aruch, he, that the Ramah argues on the Shulchan Aruch on a certain point. The Shulchan Aruch wrote the conclusions of the Rishonim. The Rambam, the Rif, and the Rosh, as we explained. But says the Ramah, we have a rule that always you go with the later poskim. Later poskim. This is what he says over here. And this this idea of following the later poskim is a very, very important thing because we learned that from the Gemara itself and the Rishonim and the Achronim all, all agreed with that. And this is the way it should be. And let's read it inside. It says, that the, that the Shulchan Aruch followed the Rif, the Rambam, and the Rosh, בכל מקום ששניים מהם לדעת אחת נצמדים, ולשאר רבות האדירת תורה לא חש עליהם. רק במקום גדולים עמד לפסוק כדבריהם, כדברי גדולים עמד לפסוק הלכה כדברי שניהם, ואף כי הם כמאי ולא בתראי, even though those ראשונים that we mentioned, the Rif, the Rambam, and the Rosh, are ראשונים, the first, not בתראי, not later, ולא חש לדברים שצפחו בו כמאי דכמאי, the Rishonim already wrote this, and it's from the Gemara. Lo Rif the Rubim iskimu imor Rabim lifsok alacha bechol makom kebatrai. Said the Rishonim that you go kebatrai, you posek like the later poskim. Velo alachu shedivre kamay, not the first ones. Ken pasku achonim tamid uvrosham marik umari betshuvatem aniimot, and so on and so forth. So how did the Shulchan Aruch argue on that very point? Let's explain that. When the Shulchan Aruch writes something says the Ramah, you need to look who are the later poskim and follow them. Why? Because whenever you have a machloket between the Rishonim and the Achronim, the Achronim said differently. The Pshat is not that the Achronim obviously are wrong because the Rishonim are much greater, which that is true. But since the Rishonim didn't see what the Achronim had in mind and what they said, but the Achronim did see what the Rishonim say, they saw and they concluded not like them for various reasons. So therefore, the Achonim had already the knowledge that the Rishonim gave over to them. And still, the Achonim decided that La'alacha we should do differently. That's the reason we should follow the Achonim, the later poskim, over the earlier poskim. And it's relevant until today as well. Whenever you want to know Al Masih, even though there's a lot of Rishonim, earlier poskim, that wrote different things, but in the end of the day, those poskim in our generation, or the later generations, they saw what they wrote, and still they concluded not like that. We should know that the halacha should be like them because of that very reason that I just explained. Okay? So, there's another point over here that's very interesting. 
that Lomoshe Feinstein explains in Evan Ezer Chelek Dalet Siman Pei Gimel, and he over there elaborates of why the Shulchan Aruch and the Rama argued. What was the source of the arguments? When you learn the Rishonim, there's many different Rishonim. You start off with the Gemara, you learn with that Rashi, and then Tosfot, and then you look in the back, you look at the Rosh, and the Rif, and the Ran, and the Nimukei Yosef, and you take a look at other Rishonim as well, in the Sfarim, Rit Ramban, Rash Ran, and so on and so forth. There's many, many Rishonim, there's a lot of Rishonim, that's, what they learn. that's how they learn in Yeshivot they learn what the Gemara says, and they go to dwell in the Rishonim as well, and then from there, they go into the Achonim. But when you do that, which ones spoke what they said, Lehalacha, and which didn't go Lehalacha, just they asked question in the Gemara, and they wanted to explain the Gemara. They saw the things that are difficult in the Gemara, and they explained it. They said different ideas, but it wasn't towards, it wasn't geared Lehalacha totally, although they said some things Lehalacha, but it wasn't geared la'alacha. That wasn't their work. Do we say we follow what they conclude? Or, since their main work was pilpulim on the Gemara, explaining the Gemara, we don't follow their work. Says the, says, says the Moshe Feinstein, that that was the Machloket to Shulchan Aruch and the Rema. Shulchan Aruch held that we have to learn the Rambam, the Rif, and the Rosh, la'alacha, and nobody else. Why? Because they said simple psak la'alacha, without going into questions, answers, without going into pilpulim, just this is the halacha, they told us exactly what to do. And therefore it's easy to understand, to some level, and to take it halacha lemase. Unlike the other Rishonim that we spoke about, like let's say the Ritva. The Ritva, you take a look, and it's lengthy, and he goes into explanation, and he goes into questions and answers, and he, he asks from the Gemarot in other places, and from Yerushalmi, and, and then he answers them. It's not geared totally la'alacha, it's also harder to understand it la'alacha, and therefore, says the says Moshe, that Yeshuan who held that this we don't follow la'alacha, and on that point, the Rema argued, said, no, all the Rishonim are geared la'alacha, and therefore... We need to follow all of them, halacha le'maseh. We need to know that there's also a third opinion over here, the Marshal in Yamshe Shlomo in Dakdamatu. Baba Kama, he goes to argue on the Bet Yosef idea that we follow two over three. Also, the Bet Yosef held that the Rambam was the greater uh, Rishon, and uh, he, the Marshal, argues that it's Tosfot that was greater. But that's for a different topic. Let's see what Moshe wrote. I'm reading Moshe right now. Shekavanato, the intention of the Bet Yosef, pshuta. Shekol Rabotenu lo amu psak halacha bura. All the Rishonim did not speak very straight lehalacha. They didn't say simple halacha, except those three poskim that I just mentioned. Ela pilpelu bebirur advarim lakshot ulaviraiot zelaze olaze. They were mepalpel, they brought proofs here and proofs there. שמצד היונות בריאות וקושיות, אין מי שירב ליבו להכריע בזה. לכן, הסכים, דבית יוסף אגריד, שיפסוק רק בשניים מתוך השלושה שהם אמרו דין ברור להלכה פסוקה. שכן ארוך אגריד, that we follow two over three, because they spoke simple with a simple הלכה למעשה. היינו משום שיש לסמוך יותר על אלו שכל כוונתם, all, in, all those three ראשונים, intention was להעמיד דין ברור, 
we, they, they just spoke in order to give us a straight out halacha, and not like all the other Rishonim. Lo al gedolei olam shtarakta kavanatam rak levarer bekushia verayot ashitot shebechol shita veshita in divrei lokim chayim shelo yerdu kol kach laachriya af shebi divrei mamash mashiachriu. All the other Rishonim, they were mepalpel, they didn't come geared laachah as we explained before. Vegam arbe misifer ra'ak asmak vagur kitzur arbe others that wrote halacha also wrote. Extremely short, that you couldn't understand completely what they uh, what they mean. Arema paligalav bazerema argued on that idea. Sheav baalet osfot v'chen shagdo leolam. All the poskim, all the rishonim, tosfot and other rishonim as well. Afshi kar divayemem levayero lefresh. Although they meant to explain the Gemara, emshita gam leora. They, they, they come towards the halacha as well as we explained, and therefore, although that wasn't their main work, but the halacha they said should be also included. Also, as we explained before, that you follow the later poskim. This is his understanding. It's very interesting that that's the way uh, the Ramoisha saw it in the Machloket. So now we have a little bit of understanding where this halachot started from, how did they come about, how did they continue to later generations, but then towards the Achronim we found something interesting, and that is the Psakim of the Achronim also differ between countries that, that are from Europe and those that from Sephardic country countries. Why is that? Why is, the, why is it different that when you open, for instance, a tshuva in Chacham Ovedia Sefer, and not only Chacham Ovedia, but this is the way of the Poskim Sfaradim, it's lengthy with, with many, many different opinions. He brings over there many different opinions and he elaborates on them, but it's extremely lengthy, unlike things, uh, tshuvot, that you find from more Ashkenazi countries, that are some short without much uh, poskim, rather few, or even those that are lengthy, they use much more svarot, much more different, under- their understanding, they put it into the sugiya. And you see that, for instance, in Ramoyshe, that he writes a tshuva, he writes main poskim, main rishonim, uh, the, the Shulchan Aruch, the Rema, and uh, the Nosek Elimon, the Shulchan Aruch, the Magen Avram, the Tan, so on, but he writes a lot of his understanding, his varot, his wisdom he puts into it. It's very different, um, structured, the two psakim. So the Ben Ishchai, in his introduction to Raf Be'alim, explains and says that the poskim Ashkenazim don't, the, their way is not to open up all the sfarim and try to see what others write. As a poskim sfaradim, that's how it comes out from, this is the, the understanding of what he, what, what he says is that by, by Sfaradim, they would open up much more Sfarim in order to see maybe they missed something, maybe there's something that they didn't think about, maybe there's a different angle to look at things, and therefore they would collect a lot of different uh, Sfarim and write them in their Tshuvot. This is how he writes, I'm reading. Yesh, she'en darkam latur veladrush velidrosh b'sifrachonim b'chol inan asher Whenever they want to write Whenever a posek wants to write a psak, a tshuva, a responsa, he would not 
go, אין דרכם לטור ולדרוש, he would not go to search a lot of different ספרים אחרונים, he would not do that, אלא פונים דווקא על דברי הפוסקים הראשונים, he would open up the ראשונים, those that are earlier פוסקים from 500 years ago and before, וכותבים מה שנראה באותו עניין לפי הכרעת דעתם וסברתם. They would write what they think the halacha should be according to those ראשונים, according to their understanding, and put their סברות, their understanding in the פסק. כאשר תשיג ידם באותו עניין, לקיים מה שנאמר, כי תשב ללחום את מושל, בין תבין את אשר לפניך. עושה את זה בן ישחי, ובדרך זה מתנהגים על הרוב גאוני אשכנז. This is the custom of פוסקי גאוני אשכנז. Unlike the ספרדים, that he goes in length over there, and he also sides with that way, that would open up much more ספרים, in order to understand what they would, how they would look at the halacha. Now, that's another way of different, different countries, they didn't have much uh, connection at the time, it's not like today, that the whole world became a small world, and everybody's connected, and you can speak to, the, to a person in the other world right away. Back then, if you would want to uh, say something to somebody, you would have to send him a letter, you would, you would get it months after, you get a response Uh, a year later, it's, it's, it wasn't simple to communicate, and therefore, in different countries, they had a different ways of doing things. Today already, many of those things faded, because, like I said, it's a small world, and everybody's mingled together, everybody lives together, even Ashkenazim and Sfaradim, there's no difference between them anymore. They all live together in the same cities, and they go to the same schools, and... Uh, and, and They very much, they marry each other, and therefore it's already a second, third generation. The children are already half Ashkenaz, half Sfaradi. There's no difference between them. There's only difference that you'll find is, is that you have Sfaradi Shul, Ashkenaz Shul, Sfaradi um, uh, uh, Sidur, and Ashkenaz Sidur, and Nosach Tfilah. But besides that, almost everything is not the same. It used to be that the food was different, the language was different, the looks were different, the clothing was different. Today... Everything is almost the same except the Minogim in the Tefillah and almost nothing more than that. But back then it wasn't like that. And therefore, this Halachot came about in such a way. Now, there's also a third aspect that we spoke in other Shurim as well, and that is the way Sfaradim look at Kabbalah that is so different the way the Ashkenazim look at Kabbalah. We spoke about this in length, and we said that according to the Shulchan Aruch, the Zohar overrides the Psakim of the Poskim. The only one that's on top of the Zohar is the Gemara. If the Gemara says something, then we follow the Gemara over the Zohar. But whenever the Zohar argues with any other Poskim, Pashtanim, Rishonim, whatever it is, even if there's a Minhag to do a certain way, the Zohar overrides that. The, the Zohar would push that away, not only the Zohar, also the Arizal. And the, and the Mekubalim, if the Mekubalim to say to do something, and there's a minhag, there's a custom to do otherwise, Shohan Aruch told us, you follow the custom, but when it comes to the Zohar, Zohar overrides everything, or the, the Mekubalim override everything, we spoke about this in other shiurim as well, the Bet Yosef writes in Siman Kufmem Aleph, Lo Shavkinan Divrei HaZohar, Mipnei Divrei HaPoskim, we don't abandon the Zohar, if the Poskim say differently than the Zohar, we follow the Zohar over the Poskim, it's more important, and is uh, the, the, the remind that Arkeh Moshe argues in him on there and says, אין לזוז מדברי הפוסקים, אף אם היו דברי הזוהר חולקים עליהם. כן, נראה לי דלוקה בית יוסף. דרכי משה, the Rema says, 
that we follow the poskim, pashtanim, the poskim over the Zohar, even over the Zohar, unlike the Bet Yosef. And this uh, idea is repeated a few times in the Sefer Bet Yosef and the Darkei Moshe, that they keep on arguing on that very point, and there's length on that as well, that we spoke in other shiurim as well, one could see. But those are three main things that one should consider it. When you see a machloket, you'll get a better understanding, although there's many other points as well, but those are three main points that structured and formed the halacha of the Sfaradim and the Ashkenazim the way it did. Thank you for listening.